0: And then take yourself. I'm Sankara, just squeaking at Nino. <laughs> <laughs> a,
1: a mood. Sabrina. Anubis, backwards. See what
0: I did there. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Anubis Backwards, the podcast. Today, we are going to be recapping House of Heists, House of Alibis. Um, so for some housekeeping, you know, as per usual, send in your voice memos to anchor.fm slash Anubis Backwards Pod. Uh, you can now follow our good friend Bobby Lockwood on Instagram. His at is the Bobby Lo the, the Bobby Lockwood or the Bobby Lockwood, however you wanna say it.
1: That's great, guys. Go follow him. He's so chaotic.
0: Um. So, fun fact: this episode actually originally aired on Valentine's Day, which I—that means I, but and I are winning this episode. We, we are truly winning. Are. You'll
1: see why, especially that it's on Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. So. I put that in here. Um, Louisa is, I think, directing another short film. So her, she just wrapped up one. And she does this with Bobby's girlfriend, too, which is awesome. They're like friends and they make films together. So they're working on a new film. And there's like a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name. But if you go on to her Instagram, you can go check out the details and donate to support her if you want.
0: Um, and last but not least, happy birthday to Berkeley Duffield. His birthday is August 9th.
1: Happy birthday to our best. Birthday, awesome. Happy birthday, Berkeley. Come on the podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we're of our bestie, as if he doesn't like
1: nodding. Ex- hey
0: guys, it's Editing Emily here. Just a quick heads up. We did lose Laura's audio for part two. It is nowhere to be found. So we had her reread her notes. Unfortunately, with the thing about us like recording together and then having Laura come back and add anything she would have said, is that we lose some conversations. I tried to salvage stuff as much as I possibly could. But unfortunately, that's just, I can't make it flow seamlessly. Thank you guys for your patience and understanding, especially because this was one of the things that caused a delay in our episode. And while I'm here speaking, if you guys saw the film Tragedy Girls, which Allie Ship did star in, they are releasing a special limited edition VHS tape, so go check that out. So um, I think that wraps up our housekeeping, and I guess uh, let's get into the actual episode. Um, as per usual, we open with the iconic intro. It is iconic. These are my friends. <clears throat> Fabian runs into Nina and Amber's room to tell them something, but he can't remember what it is. Nina tries to help him remember what it is. All he knows is that it was really important. Nina says that if it wasn't about the song of Thor, it can't be that important. Amber says Sin Car has been around for zillions of years, so she might know it and asks Nina to ask her. Nina thinks that's crazy. Fabian says it's not crazy, but Nina says sh- she won't ask. Um, and I just said, Fabian with a sad face. And old is making, or not old. Old Amber is making points here.
1: Would old Nina just be grand? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mara walks into the bathroom and sees Patricia sitting on the floor. She asks what she's doing and Patricia runs out pushing her. Mara is annoyed.
2: Um, Mara's in her pajamas in this scene, and I don't know if we ever see Mara in her pajamas, but she looks really cute. Yeah,
1: I love her little PJ outfit this season. It's very cute.
2: And then I just said, I guess Mara's going to brush her teeth, because in the last episode we had commented on, like, damn, like, none of the girls go into the bathroom. But Mara just changed into her PJ, so I guess now she's, like, going to the bathroom.
1: Is I was Mara going to get stuck in there now if the doorknob was broke? <laughs> I, guess I mean, like, that... obviously she's not, but, like...
2: I hope so that she uh realizes that Patricia was Well, sorry. I'm sure
0: like Patricia for like when she opened the door. Well, no, Patricia literally just
1: was like yeah,
2: Patricia's like bye. She ran away.
1: Well, at least Like, Mark imagine. Mara. She's a
2: runner. That's true, Mark. Like
1: imagine she shuts the door like and then is like, "Oh shit, the doorknob's gone." Walk, <laughs> I like she
0: can I mean, yell. but if she's just brushing your teeth, maybe she didn't need to shut the door. True. That's true. I don't know. Patricia runs to Eddie's room and knocks on the door. He says, "Oh, now you've come looking for me." 3 hours late. She points thing on her ipad that says i didn't mean to stand you up i was stuck in the bathroom no one could hear me Eddie shows her a written sign that says you and me are over she flips to another picture on her ipad that says i'm sorry eddie scoffs and turns the sign over that says you talk too much and slams the door Then
2: i just said i guess i can believe because we realized this has been three hours so that none of the girls tried to go to the bathroom for three hours Patricia was trapped in there joy is idk where joy's at nina and amber were busy doing sabuna stuff and mara then
1: tried to go to the bathroom after three hours
0: I'm surprised old Amber didn't have to go to the bathroom during those three hours.
1: True. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> um, all, all I had to say was Berkeley or Canadian is showing.
0: So <laughs> which I responded with, leave him alone, it's his birthday episode.
1: Yeah, because when he read Patricia's sign that said, like, I'm sorry, he obviously went, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> they really should have stopped having any I, I because been... he really starts sounding real Canadian, real fast. <laughs>
1: Or, like, corrected his accent, because they made the, they made, like, Fabian, not Fabian, Brad and Bobby, and, like, oh, yes, I just am sad because Patricia looks sad. Like, when she put the I'm sorry thing on her iPad, like, her eyes, she just, like, she looks so sad. And Um, Eddie needs to calm down. I thought
0: the Henley look is nice. I,
1: you know, (laughs) it's nice. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's a good look. Um, Emily five minutes ago, no <laughs> thirsting on the podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay anyways, sad face Emote' just a sad face um I love them his dumb sign also okay, like Patricia doesn't apologize often and she just did to him and I'm really soft.
1: You're right. that's a good point so she like she obviously really feels bad so yeah.
0: Jerome is talking to young Alfie, who is playing with a stuffed snake. He says that their folks took Alfie to the hospital. Young Alfie says, yes, it was an old sporting injury. Jerome says, what sports injury? Young Alfie says, a ninja net break. Jerome says that he's more like Alfie than he expected. Young Alfie says, cool, right? And Jerome says, Alfie, cool, and laughs.
2: I love the implication by, like, Alfie having this quote-unquote little brother that no one's ever heard of, that Alfie too had a secret somewhere. <laughs>
1: House of Secret Siblings. Well, that's like next week's episode, sorry. <laughs> oh you're right. We're just getting a preview. <laughs> I mean, Once again, who keeps a sister a secret? <laughs>
0: um, truly I just love like little Alfie. I'm having a fun time with him. Yeah. Like enjoyed watching him. It's just fun.
1: He's funny, he's wise. <laughs> he's so, very wise. Yeah, keep him around. I almost wish it was Alfie's little brother and not just young Alfie. <laughs> okay.
0: Same. Also, for this is the look, whenever I think of Jerome, I think of this look
1: this the blue and red sweater. That is a classic Jerome look for sure.
2: I just said young Alfie is entering his reputation era because he literally had the snake wrapped around his
1: neck. <laughs> yeah, you
2: tweeted
0: that
1: and I was laughing so hard.
0: <laughs> is there like a TikTok audio that's like my reputation's
1: never been worse than we could just, just a post?
2: TikTok error that's t-tap like t-tap screen. I'm about to enter my reputation error right now or something.
1: Yeah, oh. I've seen that one. Okay.
0: We can we can come up with something. Young Alfie asked Jerome what makes him so cool. Jerome says that he's that she's called Mara, and that he has a hot girlfriend. Young Alfie is shocked. Jerome tells him not to pay attention to anything Alfie says, because he doesn't know, and Jerome does.
1: Jerome saying, I have a hot girlfriend, in his posh British (laughs) accent, just sounded wrong. I don't know why. It sounded like someone who's trying to be cool, and it just isn't coming across right. Probably us, like when we try to use Gen Z slang, that's probably how (laughs) we sound. Like, this just felt, like, wrong. Jerome,
0: you are lying to a literal child about having a girlfriend, and for what? At the library, Victor and Vera at look at the axe bell. Trudy comes in and tells Victor Jasper's out, and she needs a manly volunteer to help change the flat tire on a visitor's bus. Victor is hesitant, but Vera tells him to do it. She then whispers to him that he should take his time so that she can leave with him and then come back while he helps Trudy. Trudy comes back in to get him, and they both follow her. Vera looks at the bell. And then I said, thanks, I hate it here. Me too, me too. Nina, sitting on her bed, mutters, this is not a good idea. She then calls for Sankara and says she needs her help. At first, there was no answer, so Nina goes to leave her room. Nina was straight up asking to get murdered by a ghost in this moment. Also,
1: shout out to the USA banner behind her. Yes, I was like, Olympics, you go. America. There were Olympics in 2012, so she's just, like, getting ready. Duh.
0: When she opens the door, Sankara walks in and tells her that time dwindles for her and her friends, and that's why she delays. And Nina says that she was just calling Sankara to ask for help, and Sankara says that she... Is Nina's mistress and does not serve her? Well, Nina says she needs to find the tune if Sankara wants her to finish the task. Sankara calls it a poisonous melody. Nina reiterates that she has to be able to play it if she wants to finish the task. Sankara floats a dark cloud above her hand that plays
1: the melody. Nina asks why it's poisonous. Because it's beautiful. Sankara then screams in her face and disappears. I understand this could have been risky, but honestly, I thought this was very smart of Nina. Like, good job. Brain out to Nina.
0: Um... I really love the visual of like when it was playing the
1: song. Oh like, yeah, like in like the little puff of black smoke in her hand or whatever. It was really cool. And
0: then take yourself, I'm Sankara just squeaking at you <laughs> <laughs> a, a mood Back at the library, Vera has broken the glass with her shoe. She takes the bell and shoves it in her sweater, but a piece of fabric is left behind.
1: I just feel like this was a very dramatic way to get the ox bell. She probably could have found the key somewhere and stole it, opened the exhibit, would have been less suspicious. I mean, I know she's going to try to like frame the kids later, so maybe that makes it more obvious. But I don't know. It just seemed very aggressive to me.
0: So if she doesn't, okay, but if she also doesn't like Trudy, why not try to find a way to frame Trudy? True. Um, this will always be a Vera hate account. <laughs> Forever and always. Ch-ch-ch-ch. Amber, Fabian, and Patricia are in the lounge. Patricia is gesturing to Fabian. Amber says that the teachers keep asking her where Alfie is, and she's running out of alibis. Nina runs in and tells them that Sankara came to her room and played the song of a Thor. Amber asks if she can remember the notes. Nina says it's a simple melody, just five notes, and that she checked, and Victor and Vera are out, and they all run to go to the house. In their room, young Alfie and Jerome are eating pizza. Alfie says Mara isn't really Jerome's girlfriend. Jerome says that he thought if they pretended for long enough, she might get used to the idea. Alfie tells Jerome to ask her out. Jerome says it's bad enough getting advice from a kid, let alone a kid related to Alfie. Alfie says that he can't keep her off the internet forever, so he has to just ask her out. Jerome says it's, says like it's that simple. Alfie calls him a chicken and starts balking, balking. Like he goes, balk, 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 you're a chicken. And doing chicken motions. Jerome tells him to go back to his auntie Nina's room. Um, I just said young Alfie is
2: a genius.
0: I also said this about Alfie giving good advice and then I followed it up with now quick go give Patricia love advice. Also why are they not in school and like I know young Alfie can't go to school as Alfie but like why isn't Jerome in school? Did Jerome just like decide to skip to babysit young Alfie and was like sounds legit.
1: Um, he'd, he'd probably take any excuse to skip class. So, <laughs>
0: also simply Jerome referring to Nina as Auntie Nina, and to that I put Jerina with a
1: question mark. I don't know why. I kind of have- thought that too, and I was like, hmm, like, it, there's really no reason to make that Jerina. But it, in my head, I was like, she he mentioned Nina, so this is Jerina.
2: He <laughs> called her Auntie Nina. Wow, That's is this Jerome brainwave.
1: talking to him? Is Nina's future like
2: nephew?
0: <laughs> also, why would they have like? It's just, okay, like, Elfie, young Elfie's not fat young, so why are like they referring to Elfie's right, yeah. friends as, like, aunt and uncle? I don't know if that was Jerome trying to make a
1: dumb joke. Probably, and he's probably just not great with kids in general. That's true. He fed him pizza, so good job. He at least fed this one. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of strange. Is that what, is that what people do with siblings? I don't have siblings. I don't know.
0: No.
2: As the oldest, and, like, my brother is, like, seven years younger than me, which is probably close to this age gap.
0: In the cellar, Nina asks them if they all remember the tune, even Fabian. She says all they have to do is play it right and they can go back to normal. Amber says for Nina, for the mask, for Sabuna and then they all do the Sabuna sign. They start playing, but at first they think they succeeded but the room starts shaking. And so,
2: out. props to the costume department here because so they're all wearing purple. Patricia's a little off. She's wearing more of a magenta than a like straight up purple, but like Fabian has a purple striped sweater. Nina has on like a purple tank top. Amber also has something purple on. I forget. Like they all have purple on and I thought it was like, I think Amber's shirt's purple and then Patricia's kind of wearing like a leather jacket and like a magenta shirt. It's not like straight up purple, which I wish it was more solidly purple like the rest of them. But like I really liked the like nice, like we're all Sabuna, like we're all unified kind of like vibe that we were getting from them all wearing the same
1: color. Yeah, that's kind of a cool thing they did. I wonder what they were trying to, like, convey with that. Because usually, like, certain colors in people's clothing can, like reveal stuff about their characters and whatnot, but like I wonder what the purple was supposed to mean. If anything, maybe they just wanted them to match. But uh, yeah, I just
2: assume they all wanted to match doesn't purple normally mean, like, like royalty? Like are
1: we That's true. Purple does usually mean royalty, so it's kinda of strange that they put that like Sabuna in it. you think it would be like yeah. Sakara's color. But Sangara's <laughs> like, already inter- black because
2: she's scary.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> true. then I just said Fri Nina bro, y'all are cursed. <laughs> Yeah, for everyone else. For the mask. For
2: Sabuna. (laughs) For all of us to not be cursed. For Nina. Nina cursed you guys. I would not be... Um,
0: I'm, like, okay, so Sankara obviously, like, played the tune for her, and I know it's a really easy tune to remember, but I'm also just, like, impressed Nina remembered it. Me too, because she only played it once. I would have forgotten it by the time I got to the school to be like, I know the tune, besties!
1: Yeah, I and I would have had to like repeat it to myself over and over again if I was gonna like be, I'd be like singing it on a loop in my head until I could like relay that to the rest of the team.
0: Also, it's not like it, Nina's, it's been implied that Nina's like musically inclined. Where, like, Fabian, I would believe, could figure it out right away. Hell, Alfie, Wait. I believe, would be able to figure it out right away.
1: I wish they got oh Piper. Oh my god. In oh my god. Wait. <laughs> Piper and Sabuna 2021. Piper helps them do the song. What the if when they challenge. had switched,
2: but none of them knew that? Like Piper, Patricia was Piper. Then suddenly, Patricia has this like musical talent. They they could they had so much opportunity for that, like to get her involved in the music cast, but not even oh have. Oh my
0: god, <laughs> poor Piper! Give me, please just imagine poor Piper. Oh getting my god, and her, her
1: being so confused, and then Alfie, Alfie comforts her because it's kind of scary. In the hall,
0: Amber says the coast is clear and she and Patricia run off. Fabian says he doesn't know how much longer the ceiling is going to last. Nina can't believe it didn't work because she thought they got it right. Fabian points out it's supposed to be a five-note melody, so how come they're only playing four horns? Nina says she guesses one of the notes is different and wonders if there's another instrument. She asks what other instruments the ancient Egyptians played. Fabian says he'll go down to the library to see what he can find out. She tells him to write it down so he doesn't forget. And she says, As long as you remember me, Fabian, he says some um, some things I could never forget.
1: Um suddenly they're flirting? <laughs> i know right like the writers were just like oh man damn we haven't really done much for fabina recently have we we should probably throw some scenes in there if we're gonna have them get together at the end
0: <laughs> honestly i kind of think the timing of this is funny because like um if you follow us on tiktok we've all been dragging ships but apparently my takes aren't as controversial
2: <laughs>
1: straight sorry to season two Fabina. i pissed a lot of people off because i dragged jara <laughs> but i was you expecting was like... angry <laughs> especially because i said i liked maybe and they were like excuse me
0: <laughs> you were all yeah that was like the funny thing though because you were also pissing off them like fabina shippers so you were just pissing off like a lot of, you were just mm-hmm. pissed off like three two-thirds of the fandom Brenna.
1: and the amount of people that didn't even know maybe and was endgame i was like guys did you even watch touchstone of raw like apparently they not
0: fabian and Anita's season two arc was literally just we're creating drama for the sake of drama and it was not even well done at least I appreciate Petty's drama for the sake of drama. Yeah. Because I don't feel like either one of their their characters got ruined in the process. Where with like Fabian and Nina, they just, Nina was just, Nina's character is just thrown right out the window. But you know, stay tuned. We'll talk probably more about this when we actually, you know, wrap up season two in a, in a few months. Uh, hold on. I'm still trying to read my notes off my laptop. is lying on his bed when there's a knock on the door. He says, come in. It's Patricia. And she comes in with a computer that reads the words she types. It says, listen up, weasel. I really was locked in the bathroom and I really would like to make it to make you dinner. Eddie asks if she's saying he's fat. Patricia via the computer says dinner make you dinner sorry I'm really bad at typing but he says this is the first time he's been hit on by a robot Patricia asks if that's a yes Eddie types you bet it's a yes baby Patricia walks out of the room he follows her and types but this is your last chance yakker. they smirk at each other baby <laughs> <laughs>
1: so flirty okay. they're so cute
0: okay but you said like the baby thing which is so funny because we've talked about this i think even in last week's where tess is like kind of watching at the same episode point we are and she's like patricia gave him the dirtiest look and i'm like you know what yeah and that's part of like i think the enduring thing about the relationship yeah is that they're such <laughs> different people i don't want to say different people but like their experiences in relationships are different and it's kind of interesting to see like how they change to work with each other
1: Yeah, like, I don't think she knows how to, like, take a pet name like that, you know? Like, she's just like, what? (laughs) Which is why we
0: somehow end up with Yakker. But, like, I love it.
1: But in, like, an affectionate way, yeah.
0: (laughs) Them? I love them. They're so cute. They are. But this is your last chance, Yakker. And soft eye emoji. (laughs) Jerome is sitting on his bed when Mara knocks on his door. She comes in and says, good news. Jerome asks if Mick saw the pictures. Mara says yes, and he was really upset. And there is no Australian girlfriend. Jerome pretends to be shocked.
2: I said this would be a good pretends to be shocked
1: meme. (laughs) I'll replace my shocked Pikachu with that one instead.
0: (laughs) Mara says she felt terrible and told Mick that she only did it because Jerome was upset. He couldn't get a girlfriend and people were teasing him. She walks out of the room. Jerome follows her and says, what? Mara says, it's okay, because the photos made Mick realize how much he missed her. So they're going to give the whole long distance thing a go. She thanks him and says his plan worked and kisses him on the cheek. Um,
2: I just said, I'd be mad that Mara straight up lied, but honestly, Jerome deserves it for the way that he's been acting.
1: Honestly, yeah. Like, (laughs) I can't even be mad. This is karma. You know, what? Good job, Mara. (laughs) Um, also, my ship is sailing once more. You really you really took the Mick and Mara episode away from me and made me do the jar one. <laughs> Sorry, Sam.
2: <laughs> because it's Piper is even the Piper episode. Just a disclaimer in the middle of this episode. The reason I Laura. switched was because I thought Piper was going to show up. Piper doesn't show up until next week. I really blame
0: myself. I also like how you then go, the reason we were going to switch, and then I'm like, and now I'm the one hosting because what happened is Laura took her notes And then we realized, I I decided I didn't want to, Laura was double hosting, so I was like, oh, I can host and edit, it's fine. So now I have to take next week's notes, but Laura's going to host. Yeah. That was the trade-off. So this episode has changed hands three times. Yeah. I think it's funny. And this is a good episode. We all
2: kept switching this episode as it was not a good episode.
0: (laughs) You know what? It really was a good episode for me to get, though, because, like, mm. There, there's a of lot of petty content. content I was surprised leave that leave you hadn't
2: originally yeah. claimed this episode.
0: I think it's because I I didn't claim it because I just
1: did the two oh, days back that's and fair. I was like, I need a break. That's fair.
0: And it's, it's also petty. Berkeley's birthday episode.
1: Okay, so shout out to Mar and Mick for, you know, actually talking. They low-key have some of the best communication in the show as far as ships go like they're not perfect
0: do we think Mick called her like all upset like oh you moved on without me like you moved on
2: yeah maybe like
1: I'm just imagining him being
2: (laughs) he's like oh we're not really dating
0: Jerome just can't get (laughs) a girl
1: yeah and then he's like oh okay maybe I should write this fic I've never written a Mick and Mara fic maybe this will be it
0: and um so also I appreciate Mara like it wasn't like intentionally dragging Jerome but like Mara was dragging Jerome and it was funny um I like Mara's outfit in the scene. Like, it's not a me look, but like, I like it.
1: It's very cute. It's very cute, cute.
0: very preppy, very Mara.
1: I would have worn that in 2012.
0: And then for some reason, I think Brenna like hacked my phone when I was taking notes here because I put in all caps long distance relationship thing and wow. go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> are we proud of them? They need to give uh, Fabian some notes and, and Nina on how to communicate long yeah. distance. Um, or just communicate and... in general. <laughs> oh, just communicate in general. You know, what? maybe um, like they you can would not talk and communicate over the internet and not just write letters.
0: Maybe they would know how to communicate if um they went to that movie with Mick and Mara in season in earlier right. this season.
1: They could have learned.
0: Eddie comes out of his room holding a plate and says, "Girls, man, they are weird." And offers Jerome what he's eating. Jerome says, "It's midnight on Australia, so they were dating for one day Australian time, and now she's literally deleting him out of her life." Oh, I. Oh, Eddie walks away. I love this moment. Wait. Is this what I wrote? Um, Yes, that's what your note said. Yes. Yes, I I did because I thought it was kind of cute that
2: Eddie just like rolled off with food and started trying to give Jerome snacks, and that he was like, "These girls are weird." (laughs) Where did he get snacks from? Wasn't he just with Patricia two seconds ago?
0: I think he might have had a superpower. He's got a stash. Um, Eddie, hate to break it to you, but the Anubis girls are, like, extra weird. Like, your girlfriend slash date is currently <laughs> cursed and can't speak. And somehow you're more like, oh, yeah, girls are weird about the whole Mara getting back together with her ex-boyfriend thing. <laughs> you're right. Uh, also, Eddie, they're only going to yeah. get weirder from here. It's true. Jerome runs back into his room and sees that the Chum chatter photos are being deleted. He saves the kissing photo to his computer before it's deleted. I was very excited. He says, think you can delete the evidence that easily. Do you, Jeffrey? Ew! No! <laughs> it's time for
1: our weekly tangent. What kind of nonsense will it be today? It's the tangent of the week. Yeah, like, I get if he's trying to be sentimental, like, he has a crush on her, it was excited to kiss her, wants to save it, whatever. But the way he said, like, yeah. the way he said that, I was like, what is he planning to do with this picture? <laughs> It just came off so strange.
0: Yeah. Um, This is creepy. Like, not gonna lie. And it's just, it's creepier when he calls it, he literally calls the picture evidence. Like I, I don't think that it was necessary for him to speak in this scene. I don't know if I would have like, I probably would have like, I'm not going to say I would have appreciated it more, but I wouldn't feel, I don't want to say I feel dirty, but I just got the, you know Yeah, I'm, yeah. it goes very but, like, from, like,
2: kind of weird, but like kind of like, oh sweet, he wants to save the pictures of them together to like what the fuck are you doing? You're being really creepy. Like, evidence of what? That you guys fake dated? Like, yeah, ew.
0: Was he like, was that was he saving it so he could prove they kissed? Like, why are you calling it evidence? It wasn't necessary for him to speak yeah. in this scene because he spoke and it made yeah. it Yeah. Like,
2: Instead of being like, like oh, from like I a- feel bad for Jerome, the girl he likes got back with Mick. I'm like, ew, Jerome's a creep. Mick forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it went from like a two on the creepy scale to like a 20. <laughs> yeah. Fabian walks into the library and finds the broken glass and missing bell. Just as he's looking at it, Trudy walks in and asks him what he's done. He looks shocked. Nina walks into the hall to find a scared-looking young Alfie. She asks him if he's okay, and he shakes his head and points into her room. Nina says, Amber? And then she walks in. She says, Amber again, sounding scared. She gasps. We hear Amber ask, what's the matter? And that is where the episode, the first half of our episode ends. Now it's time for our Patreon break. All right, guys, welcome back. Okay. Amber asked, What's the matter? We now see that Amber has gotten even older with gray hair and wrinkles. At the library, Trudy sees the missing bell and asks Fabian what he did. He says he doesn't remember. She says he's going to have to give her more than that. And he says he's sorry that he can't. Jasper comes in and is shocked that his artifact is missing. He says that it was priceless. Trudy says Fabian was the only person there and is suffering from rather convenient memory loss. Fabian says it's not that convenient. Jasper says this can't have anything to do with you to Fabian. Fabian says that's what he's trying to tell Trudy. Trudy says that he's the last person that she would suspect, but it didn't look good when she walked in. Jasper says it's clear a theft like this isn't in Fabian's character. Trudy tells him to go back to his room and that they'll talk about it later. Fabian leaves.
2: Trudy really jumped to the idea that this thing is Fabian's fault real quick. Like, he just
1: walked in there and she really just decided it's his fault. Yeah, it's kind of strange, too, because, like, if Fabian stole it, like, where did the bell go? It's like, (laughs) you know, wouldn't it be in his hand? I don't know.
0: But also, like, the other thing is she might just be jumping because, like, Jasper was, I think, out, so she was the one in charge, so the fact for something to go missing, it would all fall on her. This is probably just her, like, panicking. Um, yeah, but I also really like the line where Fabian was like, it's really convenient that I can't remember. It's not actually the cat convenient that I can't remember, and it made me laugh a lot. Trudy says they're going to have to tell Mr. Sweet. Jasper says he refuses to accept that Fabian is the culprit and says that they should keep his name out of it for now. Jasper wonders aloud who would do this. Trudy looks more closely at the broken case and sees the piece of Vera's sweater and pulls it out. She says, yeah, Who? Back at the house, Vera comes in and shows Victor that she stole the bell. He tells her, "Good job," and she says that they make a good team. Victor clears Victor cleans Vera's arm because she cut herself breaking the glass. Victor asks if she was careful and that nobody saw her. And Vera says that nobody connected her to the theft.
1: Laura, Laura, <laughs> she said they make a good team. <laughs> do you ship them? Um,
2: no, I do not ship Victor and Trudy, and um. Everyone that knows me knows that, like, anybody that says we make a good team or anything like that, that's, like, my ship dynamic, my ship vibe. And I heard them say it, and I was just like, I hate it here. I hate it here so much. I really hate it here.
1: (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) Just, the you know, two people making a good team getting into shenanigans together.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't even know if I necessarily hate them. They just make me uncomfy. Which I think is different than me saying, like, I hate them. That's fair. I get what the writers were doing with them, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. Nina is watching young Alfie sleep. Once she is sure he's asleep, she closes the music box. She tells Amber that she should get some sleep and that she needs it as much as Alfie does. Amber is reading a book and says she wants to help. Nina asks if it would be easier to read if she turns the light on, and Amber says no. Nina asks if there's anything about funeral alignments from the Song of Hathor in there, or do they need to read the antechamber from her books? Amber says not yet. She's only up to the 10th dynasty and says it's kind of fascinating and asks why Nina didn't tell her. Okay. I just want to like shout out to like the makeup visual. I don't know what you would call this for Amber's like old lady makeup because it's, it's really good. Like you'd think that would be something they'd like just phone in, like, you know, like do whatever they did with her hair and call it a day. But, no, like, they did a great job.
1: It, it, was, it was good.
0: They really went all out this episode. The little storm effect in Sankara's hands, Amber's old lady makeup.
1: All the budget went into this episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is their budget episode. Nina says she didn't find instruments but found lyrics. Egypt mourns student common killed by, stepmo- by a by stepmother's knife. The song of a Thor shall declare Sankara took his life. Amber asks if their ghost lady killed King Tut, and Nina says, according to this, At least we know what we're up against. Amber says, do we? She says, who knows what she's capable of and why does she have to pick on them? Amber says that it's so unfair. She had a bunch of stuff planned and she's passed it before she even graduated. Things could not be worse. I
2: just said sad face and then even sadder when you think that Amber doesn't end up actually graduating. Like, I guess she graduates from fashion school, but she doesn't get to graduate with my friends. So I am really sad for her.
1: It is sad. It is very sad.
0: You're right. Fabian runs in and says something really bad has happened. Amber says worse than this and points to her face. And he says, yeah. In the kitchen, Patricia brings her an Eddie Burgers. He says, who knew you could cook, Yakker? She types... Who'd have thought you could give a compliment? But it says, it's a little like getting romantic with R2-D2. She plays sound effects, and he says, very cute.
1: They're on a date, besties! I'm winning today! You are winning. Not many people get dates in this show. Like, actual dates that we get to see. So, amazing. And it wasn't a picnic. How creative. Point to the for not hosting
0: a picnic. <laughs>
1: Yet. Petty?
0: Ah! Um, and then I followed that up But they're literally so dumb. Like, I love them, but they're dumb. They are.
1: But I love them too.
0: Patricia types, so I know about your dad. But what about America? Your mom, Eddie says she doesn't want to know about her. Boring. Um, to be quite honest, though, the fact that Eddie tries to change the subject about his mom, then will later invite Patricia to come visit him slash his mom during the summer, I am soft.
1: I just want to know why he wouldn't talk about her though. Like, what happened? I, I thought they were close. I don't know. I...
0: I don't know either. I've this is one of those also these the, one of those dynamics that I have more questions of than I have answers. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna chalk that one up to he's a teenage boy and he's probably really embarrassed because like they just. <laughs> I mean, but they just got back together, so there's probably, like, this, like, little bit of pressure that's, like, especially when, like, we don't know when they broke up, but if they, bro- they clearly broke up after she visited him, so, like, maybe he's, like, maybe my mom had some, maybe my mom was a lot, so he's, like, we avoid mother and girlfriend interaction for, for now. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I- I'm not wrong. She would be that mom. Especially, like, if this is, like, his first serious, like, girlfriend. She'd like,
1: oh. too- I was just about to say!
0: But you keep my old scarf from that. I'm going to stop now. I'm sorry. I have thoughts on all too well and and petty, but we're not going to get into those. He says they should talk about her like, she ki- like when she kissed him and it was the best kiss ever. Patricia takes a sip of her juice. He says, don't tell me it was bad news and wonders if it's the second best, at least third, fourth. She types, you were the worst. He says the worst. Well, thanks for being so honest. I don't have to be here if you don't want me to. She types first, you were the first boy I ever kissed. He says, oh, and smiles. I need you all to know that Laura misspelled ever in this note. Fabian tells Nina and Amber that the ox bell is missing from the library and that he was standing right by the case. Nina says there's no way that they can pin it on, this on him. The Fabian says he doesn't remember. How can he convince anyone that he didn't steal it when he doesn't even remember what he did? Nina says that if he stole it, where is it? Fabian says he doesn't know. Nina says that's because he didn't steal it. Fabian says maybe he forgot where he put it. Nina says that he's no thief. Amber says, except for that one time they stole things from Victor's office, the attic, and the cellar. Nina says, not to think about that right now. Fabian wonders how he's going to prove he didn't do it. Amber says they should find the bell and return it.
1: I laughed so. I like literally laughed out loud when Amber said that. <laughs> Comedic genius. Doesn't matter how old she is. Always hilarious.
0: Fabian asks Nina if she's all right. Nina asks if anyone else is wondering if the bell is the thing that they might need to finish the task. Amber asks, who would take it? Victor? Fabian says, maybe Victor doesn't want them to finish the task. Nina says, they'll see about that. Patricia tells Eddie it's definitely his turn to tell her stuff. Eddie wonders how she's never kissed anyone before. Patricia says that boys are scared of her. Eddie puts his burger next to Patricia. Patricia? And sits next to her as he does this. Her computer starts typing hieroglyphics. He says, guess you could call me fearless. Um,
2: Siri, play fearless Taylor's version.
1: <laughs>
0: I will transcend when we get stay, stay, stay Taylor's version. Patty writes. So my note to this was just boys are scared of me, which I, you know, relatable. Samesies patricia types what are you on the ipad but then it dies he says what am i what she gestures to him to hand his hand her his phone which he does she opens the notes app and starts trying to type and it dies he says weird that's never happened to me you're jinxed as he says this sankara appears on the phone screen so like he pulls his phone out of his pocket but it like also looked like she was like tapping his thigh like girl why are you trying to get handsy on your first date he says to answer your question what am i doing i'm serving you up your second kiss she raises her eyebrows and and he says, "If that's okay with you," she leans in. She leans in for a kiss, just as they're about to kiss. We hear Victor yelling that it's ten o'clock. They look annoyed. Eddie says, "And mood gone. Good night, Yakker. After he walks away, Patricia looks stressed. Not him straight up
2: saying Victor killed the mood. Ah, corny, jail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know how we make that. Ins- how that? How do we make that the reaction image? It's just ship about to kiss at ten o'clock. You have five minutes. Um, this is now a Victor hate account.
1: So true, bestie.
0: Also, like the table still had candles, it still had dishes, and they were both like Eddie just like noped off to bed. Like he didn't even like offer to help her clean it. Like they had five minutes to clean it. You'd think they'd be watching the the clock a little bit better. I know Patricia broke all the things things that happened with those two because they need to go to, they're in horny jail. They don't know how to tell time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I just said Trudy would never let those dishes stay on the table, but I guess if they were, like, eating that late at night, it wouldn't be Trudy's responsibility anyway, so.
0: I really hope they just yeah. left, I really hope they just left them for Vera. Yeah.
1: Uh, but, like, he could have kissed her goodnight after Victor walked away, like, they didn't need to make out, he could have just been like, goodnight, yacker and, like, kissed her, like,
0: that soft.
1: Like, I don't understand. Mick and Mara got to kiss all the time. Why didn't Petty get to kiss more?
0: Nina walks into Elfie and Jerome's room with y- Poppy. Young Elfie is running around. Nina says, Elfie, I found you a babysitter. Poppy says, Elfie's brother, you mean? And Nina says, yes, it's clear that this isn't Elfie. Nina's lying is, um, so bad.
1: But I mean, not like Poppy's gonna suspect anything. How, like, in what world would you be like, it's Elfie, he's aged backwards. <laughs> like...
0: Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Nita doesn't know how to do anything without being suspicious. Young Alfie jumps on the bed and says that he can jump really high. Poppy asks him what his name is. He says it's Flash. Nita says she can tell him anything she wants as long as she watches him till lunchtime. Reminds Poppy that he's not supposed to be here, so not to let anyone see him. Poppy says she's great with kids. Nina says she has to go. Poppy says they'll be fine doing the incredibly fun yet educational stuff she has planned. Nina says you be good now, Flash. As Nina leaves, Poppy asks if he wants to play hide and go seek and tells him to go hide. He hides under a desk as Poppy starts counting. After three, she says easiest money I've ever made. Starts reading the magazine. She continues counting and reading.
1: Poppy is somehow better than Nina with kids. Also, I think it's funny that, like, she really is a mini Jerome. Truly.
0: Fabian is walking down the stairs with a bunch of flashcards and a notebook. He sees Vera and turns back, and then he continues to go back down the stairs. Vera asks him if he's lost something, and he says that, you could say that, he says it's just that he's been making mental notes. Vera says she is sure it makes sense to him. She then hands him a note and tells him that he dropped one. He thanks her. He opens the note and reads to himself, "Dear Fabian, remember, Vera is going to steal the exhibit." Vera watches from the stairs. She says, "Anything important, dear?" He says no and runs off. Fabian runs into the library and yells for Trudy. She tells him that he shouldn't be in there until everything is cleaned up. He says that he has it cleared up and shows her the note. Trudy says she doesn't think that it would exactly stand up in court. He says he doesn't he says it doesn't matter because Vera took the axe bell. Trudy says that she has had some suspicions of her own already fabian tells her that she has to help him she's the only one who can also okay when Fabian goes in there he's like so proud he found this note like he's like proof and he's so proud and i just <laughs> nina walks into jerome and alfie's room to find poppy sitting on the bed reading a magazine and listening to music as nina walks in she rips her earphones out and starts counting again and says ready or not nina asks if he's been okay poppy says that he's been no trouble nina asks where he is poppy says he's really good at hiding poppy says he's just under here and looks under the bed but no one is there Nina says, tell me that you didn't let him leave this room. Poppy says that she didn't let him out of her sight. Nina says, fun and educational poppy. I need you to go find him now. Poppy says, I still get paid, right?
2: I just said like brother, like sister, truly. Yep.
0: Nina, truly. Nina runs into her room and asks Amber if she's seen young Alfie. Amber says that she thinks she just saw him in the wardrobe or t- saw him in the wardrobe. Nina says, come on, we have know you're in there. And opens the wardrobe door. She gasps, and we see that Alfie is now a baby.
2: Um, please, I'd love to see someone who knows nothing about this show tell me what's going on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And to that, I'm like, that's a child! I'm sorry. All right, besties, who do you think gets the brain cell this week?
1: Or Nina. Nina did something smart, but I talked about it last night. I'm trying to remember. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was smart that she, um... Asked Sankara to play her the Song of Fifth Horror. So I think Amber gets the brain cell this week. Okay, Amber gets the brain cell. Plus, she was really funny.
0: <laughs> so um, next up, we got the ship of the week. I feel like there are t- only two ex- only two acceptable
1: answers here. Victor and Vera, obviously. They make a great team. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's, it's petty. It's petty. It's obviously petty. Or um, R2-D2 and Eddie. <laughs> R2-D2, Eddie, OTP love them. R2 Eddie. Oh, and Mick and Mara. Honorable mention to Mick and Mara. They got back together. Yes, they get points.
0: As they deserve. So um for our game this week, we're gonna play a little bit of a modified
1: version of Ship It or Rip It. So our our friend Kate's for like Kate loves Disney Kate. It's Caitlin McKillop, which is her name because she's decided to branch out from Disney, which okay. is awesome, because now there's House of Anubis content in her videos.
0: <laughs> so she just did a video, it was like Nick versus Nick Ships versus Disney ships. So what we decided to do is Brenna's gonna pull basically four names out of the cup. So we'll the first two names will be a ship, the second set of names will be a ship and we'll pick like which one we like more we'll throw the one we didn't like back into the cup but we'll pull two more and just see who kind of wins it all
1: yeah all right the first ship is going to be giles x ben <laughs> 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 and then should i put these names back in so that they have a chance of being in another ship yeah okay yeah. so giles x ben I'll,
0: I'll i'll write all the ships down i'll make like a, this a sheet
1: versus mara x giles and ben versus giles and mara I'm going to go with Giles, Honestly, and Giles and Ben. I was yeah. going to say Giles and Ben. But, you know, I, I think Giles and Ben... It would be so competitive.
0: It would be. I don't think it'd be a long-term relationship, but I think it'd be a fun one. Yes. Okay. So I put Giles and Ben into the next category. So we'll just do it like this.
1: Okay. So Willow and Nina versus I think... Giles and Ben. I was going to say
0: Giles and Ben.
1: Yeah. <laughs> They're such minor characters, too. This is not where I expected this to go. <laughs> yeah, Nina, I, th- I don't think would be able to tolerate Willow for very long. I don't so. think so, either. Alright, so Giles and Ben versus Alfie and Eddie. I mean, Alex does love <laughs> love Brickley. <laughs> the chemistry would have been great. <laughs> Alright, next one. So it's gonna be... Who are Alfie and Eddie battling? Alfie and Eddie versus Mick and Eddie... <laughs> We literally discussed this with Alex about the
2: episode.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I feel like Alfie-Eddie would just be a fun time. Sorry, Mick. Okay, next one. Nina. Gosh, why do I keep picking the same names? I'm trying to, like, scramble these. Did you pull Nina and Eddie? Nina and Amber versus Alfie and Eddie. I gotta go Namber. I would also go with Namber. Let's do two more. Does that sound good?
0: Yeah. Well, I thought we've gotten zero canon ships.
1: I love that for us. I think it's funny. Okay, so it's gonna be... Nina and Amber versus Patricia. Poletti, Poletti, Poletti. Patricia and Giles. Uh, Nina and Amber. Nina, Nina and Amber for sure.
0: I kind of want right, to tweet um, though Thursday night and be like, how would you rank these ships and then put every combination we pulled?
1: That's a good idea.
0: I could right, also. The make... Last
1: one is going to be Joy. Joy and Alfie versus Nina and Amber. All right. <laughs> um, we got to go Joy-Fee. Joy-Fee! <laughs> um, all right, with a come with a sudden entrance for at the end, Fee wins our ship battle tonight. <laughs> Nobody else had a chance.
0: <laughs> it's true.
1: Well, that was a fun game. Nice to change it up. We we should definitely do it
0: again and then you know what we could do is if we Fuck. play it enough times, we could just battle the ships that have like won it.
1: Oh, true. And just do the ones that made it to the end. That's a good idea.
0: Okay, so um I guess that wraps up our episode. You can f- Follow us on social. Our Twitter is Anubis Podcast. Our Instagram. Our Instagram is Anubis Backwards Pod. Our Tumblr is our Tumbless, Our Tumblr is Anubis Backwards Pod. <laughs> um, you can send in your voice memos at anchor.fm slash Backwards pod. You can email us at anewestbackwardspod at gmail.com and follow our TikTok. We've been really stepping up our content game on TikTok. And our TikTok is Anubis Backwards Pod.
1: Sorry to everyone we pissed off on TikTok last week, but not sorry.
0: Brenna really went in, and Brenna pissed off the most people, and I think that's the funniest. I, I pissed off the least, and I think that's because the ones I did that I thought would be
1: controversial, like, I've already been controversial about. I got so roasted in the comments, though. Someone someone went, not the Nettie Shipper speaking, and I died. It was so funny. <laughs> so that's now my Twitter banner. Thank you. Because I was dying.
0: So that concludes our episode. We will see you guys next week. Sabuna. Sabuna. Joyfi. Joyfi.